0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: I hope that everybody out there is having an awesome Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. I am. But the Minnesota Timberwolves did not seal the deal doesn't have me overjoyous tonight. They fall to the Utah Jazz, 126-125. to 125. Welcome in to Timberwolves tonight. You're on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake. And for the next 30 minutes, I will take your reaction, your phone calls, your takes, both hot and cold, um, and just perspectives on this basketball game at 651-461-9226. That number again is 651 461 The Utah Jazz have now taken two out of the first three matchups against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves now with a record of 22-22. The Utah Jazz with a record of 22-24. And when I look at tonight's basketball game, there are a few things that stand out. First and foremost... We didn't do the job defensively. Like, that just, whether it's, it's the beginning of the game and the fact that they were knocking, and you know going into the basketball game that Utah's going to take threes. Okay, you know that they're going to put it up. All right? Whether it's Conley or Clarkson or Beasley, they're going to take three-point shots. And they weren't knocking them down at a great rate, but early on in the basketball game, They're taking them and they're making them. And then they cooled off. But the issue is, is that just from defensively across the board for the Wolves, they just were not getting enough stops at all. The Utah Jazz shot the ball to a tune of 52.9%. That's pretty good when you look at it. Also, they got to the free throw line 10 more times than the Wolves going 23 of 28, while the Wolves go 15 to 18. So that's a that's a big deal. And I know that in that third quarter, that's when they really took advantage of getting to the free throw stripe. But I, I think that's something that fans will think about and they watch during the course of the game. And I know that this will be something that we all will monitor for years to come. Is the development... Whether we like it or not, the development of Walker Kessler. Okay, Walker Kessler, the Wolves' first-round pick, one of two. He had a game today. Like, not just a game, like a massive game. He went for 20 points, 21 boards. He had four assists and two blocks. Walker Kessler is the center of the future for the Utah Jazz. And whether we like it or not, he is going to be somebody that we will track, that we will pay attention to throughout his NBA career because you know how we'll be in Minnesota. What could have been. That's how we always are. What could have been. And I am not going to say that this is, um, and I hate to bring this up, especially off the heels of the Vikings losing, which we'll get into in the late show to start the show in 30 minutes. But remember that guy that was in the news this past year for other things non-sports-related, Herschel Walker? Um, that trade did not work out well for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I am not at this particular point trying to say that the Rudy Gobert trade is the Herschel Walker trade. I am not because I Chris Tubbs already giving me that look like, no, don't jinx us, don't say that. But this is what I'm saying. It's going to get that type of attention, okay? I'm not saying that this, ultimately, this trade will not work out for us. I'm not saying, first off, let me say this, and let me be clear about this. Rudy Gobert has been better in this half season for the Wolves than Herschel Walker ever was for the Vikings. Let's be clear about that. But the point stands and that the way that we gave up a lot to get that guy we gave up a lot to get Rudy, and I think that Minnesota fans will be paying attention to this uh, to this trade, and they should because you gave up a lot of first round picks for Rudy Gobert.
2: You absolutely did, and, and
1: players on top
2: of that. Yeah, but I just want to ask, how many shoes has Rudy Gobert lost returning a kick? Zero. So in that respect, like Rudy Gobert, you know, we get better value in Rudy Gobert. Uh, it It is. I mean, this is something that we are going to to track, like you said. And I, I understand the comparison. I kind of gave you that side eye. But I understand the comparison because you're giving up players on top of future Picks. draft collateral. I mean, this isn't like Mike Ditka and the Saints giving up everything to draft Ricky Williams because that was everything in one draft. Here, you're giving up. First-rounders, and we don't know what those are going to be. The Wolves made this deal hoping that those first-rounders were going to be late first-round picks.
1: But and that by the end of this, you would have gotten a championship out of it.
2: Absolutely. If, if you get a championship with Rudy Gobert, you're willing to trade all of that draft capital to make sure that you bring that trophy home. But I I do... I do understand it? seeing Walker Kessler with the immediate dividends, that's the thing. Like, it's an immediate dividend that he's paying. And that's the frustrating part because you got this player that is young that they can develop. And then yeah, all the pieces around it, it feels right now like a massive overpay. And the Wolves have not gotten the return on that investment.
1: Well, I think that Utah is in a really good spot. And I know this is not Utah Jazz tonight, mm-hmm. but they are in a good spot because even when they made the Donovan Mitchell trade, in return, they got my guy, Och- Ochai Abaji. And how did he look tonight? He looked really good. He looked just spectacular with his 17 points on six of eight, shooting three of four. And we know that he can shoot on the perimeter. I
2: thought so, that block he had was like just, I mean, that was block. a hell of a block. Just like, it was hard off the board. But the, that's the thing, too, right? It, it's like, I feel like the Jazz made that move. To make other moves. I mean, they're setting – I don't feel like they're in great position, I feel, to make other moves. Oh, yeah, for sure. With for all sure. that – with, with – you know, I, I think they own the draft for the next two years. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous how much – like, they've done it right. Who is it, Danny Ainge? I mean, Danny Ainge is, is there now? I mean, you can't argue that he's historically been one of the best GMs in the NBA for years.
1: So so the, So the Jazz are positioned to do some things – Uh, The Timberwolves have to take advantage of the here and now. And for this particular day, I thought that your production from guys off the bench was decent. But shooting-wise, your starters didn't shoot that great. I thought that D'Angelo Russell played well today, clearly played well with his 21.7 assists. And he had it going early. And he ends up with 29 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. He didn't play well. I'm sorry, because he didn't shoot the basketball well. He got it going when it mattered late, but early on in the game, Ant's um, shot just was not falling. So he ends up with 29 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 3 steals in 36 minutes, but he shot 10 of 25 from the field. Uh, Kyle Anderson, a productive game for him, 13 points, 10 assists, um, 1 steal, 1 block. I think that was his first double-double of the season or in a Wolves uniform. Off night for Jaden McDaniels with his five points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals. He did a little bit of everything, but offensively was not able to knock down open shots. And at the very end, he had that opportunity with a game-winning shot attempt, was not able to knock it down. But uh, it just was not uh, Jaden's day. I will give some props to Jalen Noel. I thought he played outstanding. He was really productive offensively off the bench in 22 minutes. He was 6 of 11, 16 points, and two uh, two rebounds and one assist. But the Wolves do fall at the hands of the Utah Jazz, 126 to 125. Love to get your takes, your opinions, your thoughts. 651-461-9226. We'll take those phone calls next year on Timberwolves tonight. Oh, I thought we were going to win until we didn't. Welcome back to Timberwolves tonight, News Talk (laughs) 830-WCCO.
2: Wow, what a great analysis.
1: (laughs) 651-461-9226. The Utah Jazz, with a bright future, plenty of draft picks from a couple of different trades. They defeat the Wolves tonight, 126-125. Getting your reaction at 651-461-9226. Full night for us here on The Good Neighbor. After we finish with Timberwolves tonight, we'll definitely be talking plenty of Minnesota Vikings football on uh, the Lake Show, starting at 6.30. But right now, it's all about the Wolves. Six five one four six one nine two two six. 5 The Wolves tonight, led by Anthony Edwards with 29 points, 5 assists, 3 steals, 4 rebounds. D'Angelo Russell, I thought, quite honestly, um, you can make the argument that he was the best player on the court for the Wolves tonight, at least on the offensive end of things. Uh, he was creating for others with the 7 assists, he knocked down um, a good portion of his shots, going 6 of 11 from the field, 3 uh of 6 from 3 with 21 points uh tonight. The other individual I thought that played a solid game. And actually in when they needed Nate Knight to uh to get in there and do something, he was able to get in there and 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 and, and knock down some shots. He was able to be productive tonight. And he only played 9 minutes. But when Nate Knight came in there, I thought he gave him a little bit of uh a little bit of life. And I know that we we look at Luka Garza, and Luka Garza is already a fan favorite. There's no question about it. He is a fan favorite. But but Luca's going to have to keep, be better on the defensive end to, to really be in a position of where he's going to get more minutes. Tonight he was one of seven. He struggled offensively, one of seven. Uh, tonight, he knocked down a three-point shot. He had three points, four rebounds, one assist, and uh, Luca is like I said, he's a fan favorite, but he's absolutely gonna have to earn his minutes. You're just not gonna put Luca Garza out there uh, just because it's Luca Garza and the fans love him. He's got to be productive when he's out on the basketball court. Nas Reed, look, he's he had some highlight dunks on Saturday night. Uh, Didn't play a ton tonight. He played 22 minutes. But I I dislike his confidence right now. I think that Nas Reed, and I'm going to be paying attention to this the entire way because Nas is somebody I want back on this team. He is an unrestricted free agent coming up here this summer, and I don't want to see him exit. But I think that there could be a payday out there for one, Nas Reed. And by the way, Nas got a few extra minutes tonight because Rudy Gobert only played five minutes. He was questionable coming into the game with a hamstring, and he tried to give it a go, and it just was not going to cooperate for, for Rudy Gobert tonight. So, look, clearly that was a factor tonight because you already are without Cat, and then when Rudy gives you five minutes and then he has to exit because of the injury, uh, that doesn't bode well for the uh for the Minnesota Timberwolves but 651-461-9226 uh, we will go to the phone lines we will start with let's go to Walter what's up Walter
3: yeah hey Lake hey there hey you're doing a good job I want to I, I told your partner that uh I think you guys are doing a very good job hey uh,
1: ha- like happy new year Walter how you been man
3: hey thank you thank you very much I've been pretty good I've been pretty good and That's uh good. absolutely same to you happy new year as well absolutely and uh I think you're doing a nice job on the Timberwolves broadcast. I, I like it.
1: I appreciate I it, man. Good. Appreciate. it. I know you're feeling good about your uh, your Utah Jazz. I know that.
3: Well, we're we're uh, we're, we're still we're work in progress. I mean, that's 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 what we are. We're still a work in progress, but we're hanging around 500, and we we do we do uh, we are capable of uh, you know playing hard. I mean, we we have an attitude uh, since training camp that we wanted to compete with with the guys we have. The mindset is. We're going to compete, whoever it is. If it's King Kong Godzilla, we're going to compete.
1: That's where we look <laughs> ah, at. It. I like that. I like that.
3: All right, that's great. Yeah, and uh, and I think you made a very good point about Rudy Gobert. You know, I think I think that Rudy, uh, uh, we we who have been have been with Jazz Nation, we have the utmost respect for Rudy Gobert because one thing about him, he's going to show up and, and he's going to do that job. He's a, he's a, he's a rebounder, mm-hmm. a shot blocker. And he is a putback artist. That's who he is. I mean, that's who he is. He mm-hmm. that's who he is. He's not. He's not. He's not Moses Malone. Oh no, he, he he's not. He's he's not Moses Malone. He's. Uh, uh, you have to really look at look at the thing about that because they, I keep hearing. Well, we need to incorporate Rudy into the offense. We need to bring more offense to Rudy. Well, but the thing about it is that in reality, that's not who he is. It really isn't. That's not. He 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 is a defender. He is a, a a shot blocker and a putback artist. Yep, and uh, he will do. He will do well. He will do very well at that. And 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 he will. He will. He will help the Wolves get to the playoffs. He hey,
1: will. So, so, what did you make of the game today?
3: I I, th- I thought it was a. T- you know, I thought the Timberwolves. To me, they really looked good. I mean, they really looked like they're trying to pay attention to defense, and they were really moving their feet well. I I, I like what the Wolves were doing. They were conscious of, of Jordan Clarkson. They were very conscious of him, and 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 they, I felt they held him down well. I I, I do. I thought they held Jordan down well. Jordan's been on a on a roll lately, and the Timberwolves are are, are if they continue to pay attention to defense, uh, and I think Chris Fish wants wants that. Uh, the Timberwolves have a very good ball club. They, they do. I I I tell you what. The Timberwolves are very capable. Uh, they're going to be in the playoffs. But what they, they did well against
1: that. Jordan Clarkson, they did not do well against Abaji my guy, and then also Colin Sexton had a game tonight. He had 19 points, four rebounds, four assists, and then Walker Kessler just abused him.
3: Well, you know, you know, Walker Kessler, you know, you you, you guys have been really pointing out, and that that's a very good point you made about Walker Kessler. You know, uh, he was drafted by the Timberwolves, and someone who made that decision made a very sound one. He just happened to end up in the trade for Gobert somehow. And that turned out that's a, that's a benefit for the Jazz because Walker Kessler is a a person who's probably played center all his life. Yes, and he was probably sitting in elementary school, and it shows. He's he's very fundamentally sound. He he has a clear idea of what to do down there, and he's yeah. uh, he is he really does. He a really very interesting uh, player, and he is capable of of blocking shots and 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 getting putbacks. He's capable of doing that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Walter checking in. He's the biggest Utah the Jazz. Friday, like, I appreciate you did, it. Thanks. Hey, you,
3: hey, I like the way you did that. All right. Yeah, they, they, like they,
1: that. They, thanks so much, Walter. I appreciate it, man. Always nice to talk to Walter. And I should have expected to hear from Walter when it's the Utah Jazz in town um, to uh, to play the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Take a phone call from Terry in Woodbury. He's leaving Target Center.
3: Hey, Lake. How are you
1: tonight? I'm good, man. How are you?
3: Great. Just leaving Target Center, I mean, it was a great game. The energy was there. I really, I really loved it. I loved the MLK theme today. I thought they did a good job, the Timberwolves. I guess just two things. I mean, I feel like Gobert could have made an impact today. I think he could have slowed down Kessler a little bit, and this is why we have Gobert for games like this when we have another big that is dominant. And it hurts to see Kessler on the Jazz, but I think this is why we had Gobert and him being out with a groin strain hurt us tonight. And, uh, and secondly, you know, I think as far as our defense, you're absolutely right. I mean, we sh- our perimeter defense was not as good as it's been the last few games. And, you know, and, and this, uh, before the trade deadline, hopefully we can address some of that. But overall, I mean, it's a great game. It was really exciting.
1: Yeah, hey, thanks for the phone call from Terry and Woodbury. Uh, travel safely home, my man, as he's leaving Target Center. Yeah, it was, a, you know, a disappointing outcome today, but I thought that both teams played relatively well. It was an entertaining game. It came down to a last-second shot.
2: Yeah, and that's that's really all you want, and I I do think that, you know, Walter, when he was talking about what they did with Jordan Clarkson, the fact that you were able to make some hay and Jordan Clarkson really was a non-factor offensively, you gave yourself a shot, and really, yep. that's, that's what you want, is an opportunity, especially when you have to adjust your rotation a little bit, when, you know, Nas came in a few minutes earlier, and you can't have him play more in the like he's got to be more of a post player when yep. Rudy's there. I mean, otherwise, you don't have anybody down there.
1: Wait, wait. You need who to
2: have, be more of a post? Player. Well, I mean, Nas has got it when Rudy's not. When there. Rudy's not yeah, in there, when yeah,
1: he's not there. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. And
2: so Nas yep. had to slide over, yep. and I mean, you have to juggle that on the fly.
1: Absolutely. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll get ready to wrap up Timberwolves tonight. Timberwolves fall to the Utah Jazz, one twenty six to one twenty five. All right, final segment of Timberwolves tonight, but we still got plenty of things to talk about until 9 o'clock on the Lake Show, especially the Vikings. Oh, boy, how'd they go? Not good. It didn't go great for the Wolves today. 126-125, the Utah Jazz. Uh, They got the best of us today. But it's fine. It's all good. Happy MLK Junior Day to everybody out there listening to The Good Neighbor. Uh, let's take a phone call from, I think it's Kai. Let's go to Kai in Minneapolis. What's up, Kai?
4: Uh, really, just have some concerns. You know, we are over halfway through the year. Um, and, and tonight, you know, no Rudy and any cigars that come in with Nathan Knight and Nasri. They played 42 minutes. They had four rebounds combined. Um, and then in the interior... Defense in the fourth quarter. Who who had
1: what? Would you say that that one more time? Who had what?
4: We had uh, Garza, Uh Nathan Knight, and uh, Nas Reed Mm -hmm. combined for four rebounds in forty-two minutes.
1: No, they had twelve.
4: Oh, okay. Nas Nas has seven rebounds. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that, still with that, then though, like, still the interior defense and the rebounding, just in general, right? Yep, Yep. Um, like, you know, we go up and contest a shot and then that weak side rebound or something, nobody ever there for that. We have that problem. We've added Rudy, but we still even have it with Rudy. What do we do now in this current situation? I kind of want to know your thoughts. What, Where do you think the Timberwolves should be right now as, you know, sellers uh, looking for somebody to come in and help that uh, move people like Nod or somebody? And where would you do now? Because we're we're over halfway now, and I think if something's going to be done, obviously it's going to be soon. So really just a question for you and wanted to hear your answer.
1: All right, thanks for the phone call from uh, from Kai, which is a legitimate question. Like, And I'm going to go ahead and answer it. I don't think that you're doing anything here at the trade deadline. I don't think that you're sellers, and I don't think that you're buyers. I think that you made your bed going into the season with the Rudy trade, and you got to play it out. Like at the end of the year – do I think that there's a possibility of maybe some sort of move that will be made? Maybe, okay. But I don't. Um, I, I I don't see this team being either. I don't think that there's anything that you can really do. I think that you have to first off, you're getting Cat back, okay. And on top of that, um, you got to see how this is going to work out with Rudy. So I think that's a great question from Kai because I think I think that at least in my perspective. You gotta nip this in the bud right now. With the what are you gonna do with the trade deadline? I don't think you can do anything.
2: What 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 assets like, like, do you have like, at this point?
1: Well, there's there's the one name that may come up, but I just don't know what you can get in return for him. Is D'Angelo Russell? The the, mm. the people will say. Well, hold on, let's try to get his salary in a trade so it can come off the books. Like, but what would the Wolves get in return? To me. If it's not anything of substance, then you work this thing out until the end of the year and then you let that that salary come off the books. And as far as Nas, I don't want Nas to be traded. You know why? Because I want to see him come back to Minnesota yeah. next year. But I just don't know what, what negotiations are going to be like in terms of how much um, money he's going to get offered from another team.
2: Well, I think, like you said, he'd played he's played himself into a nice payday. Right now, with everything, and you, know, you mentioned D-Lo. It's funny because just a few years ago, we were talking about man, you got you got to get Andrew Wiggins, you got to get that contract off. And here, I, I feel like we're the the dog chasing its tail. That's kind of where I feel like we're at right now when it comes to this. And and you're right. I think the Wolves. You come out and you make the point that hey, you know, we are just we're going to see this thing through, and then all of a sudden. You you gotta play this thing out. You're you're not in a position that you can that you can make a whole lot of moves.
1: Yeah. Six five one, four six one, nine two two six. Uh this is Timberwolves tonight. Wolves do fall at the hands of the Utah Jazz, one twenty-six to one twenty-five. Entertaining game, however you want to look at it. The Wolves did have a shot, uh, in case you may have missed it. Uh, final shot of the game, a corner three from Jay McDaniels, just a little bit off. And the Wolves uh, end up falling to the, uh, to the Utah Jazz. But I, I thought that, by and large, when you watch the game today, they did a really good job against Jordan Clarkson, who typically kills the Wolves, right? He typically kills the Wolves. And Malik Beasley didn't go off. But, man, Walker Kessler, a monster. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, 15-8. and eight. Uh, Michael Conley has always been good. With this 8, and six,
2: he's been in the league for what, like, fifteen years? Sixteen now? years. Sixteen years.
1: Colin Sexton with his nineteen four and four, and then Ochai Baji, who I'm trying to get a hold of right now via text, Man. <laughs> with uh, with uh, <clears throat> excuse me with this seventeen. Excuse me.
2: <coughs> That's what you get for trying excuse to get somebody me. with the Utah Jazz during Timberwolves tonight. 17, <laughs> That's 17 points,
1: right there. <laughs> seventeen points, and two rebounds. All right, uh, let's get to the highlights here, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. And actually, let's kind of close it out with what happened there in the, in the second half. In the, uh, the third quarter, uh, Anthony Edwards was slow offensively in the first half, but in the uh, second half, he started to heat up. Here's a three-pointer from one Anthony Edwards.
5: 88-85, back to a one-possession game. man. He's got 14 of his 18 here in the third quarter. He's got it right side. Ochai Abaji on him. Now he will just pull up on the three and hits it. Second three of the game for Anthony Edwards. He's got 17 in the quarter. Wolves lead by six.
1: All right. uh, Also in the third quarter, though, the Utah Jazz made a run. They made a push. They're making all kind of free throws. And the third quarter is where the Minnesota Timberwolves have really, really struggled. Uh, Jordan Clarkson with with a three-point shot.
5: Timberwolves up by five. They've got possession. Ant with the ball in his hands. He's got 12. Hey! And a run to the rim. The layup scooped up with the left hander. Rolls off. No. Jazz back the other way. Here's Clarkson. Left angle. He'll stop. He'll pop the three ball. Good. Third three of the game. And a technical foul has been called against. They got Anthony Edwards. What did I just talk about? That's his 12th of the season. And that's something that's got to get cleaned up. They have to know.
1: We got to stop with getting all the technical fouls. And I'm so yeah. I'm so glad that Allen brought it up on the broadcast. But look, I, I get it, man. Guys get frustrated, but too many texts from Torian Prince, too many texts from Anthony. I, they got to clean it up, and it just it doesn't make any sense at this particular point. Uh, now this uh, particular sequence in the fourth quarter, Anthony Edwards knocking down the shot, but then Jordan Clarkson responds right back.
5: 13 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Ant with it up top off the Anderson screen. Bounced it off to Kyle up top beyond the three-point line. They're daring him to shoot. He thought about it. Gives it off to Ant. Takes one dribble. Fires away on the three and hits it. A left side three for Anthony Edwards. The 501st of his NBA career. 113-108. to 520 left to play. Two possession advantage. Conley off the Kessler-Walker-Kessler screen. Kyle Clarkson with it. Clarkson up top against Rivers. Sidesteps to his left, fires a contested three. Hit it, and he drew the foul. My goodness. Clarkson's always been a
1: wolves killer, but he wasn't that tonight. But still, he's always going to knock down some clutch shots. Uh, I mentioned that uh, the final play of the game, or the you know down the stretch, um, we had Jay McDaniels was taking a three to try to hopefully win it. It didn't fall, but this is what it sounded like.
5: Inbound in the front court. Wolves trail by one. They've got 3.9 to work with. Inbound to Ant. Out by midcourt. He works on Conley. Right handed dribble in the paint to the corner. Here's McDaniels at the buzzer. It's offline. He missed the three that would have won the game. Final score Jazz 126, Timberwolves 125. And that's how it
1: ended up. And that's how we wrap up Timberwolves tonight. I appreciate you listening. Don't go anywhere. We got um, The Lake Show. Plenty of Minnesota Vikings conversation. Now that the season is
0: done. We do that next year on the Good Neighbor. Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better